What's up, clickbait people? We are here for another episode. Unfortunately, Natasha is not here with us today, so that just means you have Jonah. I think that, I think this is a first. We've been on this thing from the beginning together, so I can't tell if this is going to be a good thing or a bad thing. We're making uh, clickbait history right now, so that's let us right. Know, that's uh, right. Let us know in the DMs how you guys feel about this. <laughs> well, we have some good things to get into today. We have some very exciting news in Bachelor Nation, so we're going to give you that within the breakdown. But we also have the clickbait of the season. Did Katie get the closure she needed on Monday's Men Tell All? And lastly, we have the man, the myth, the legend, Thomas. That's going to come in for an interview today. He's going to be our guest, and we're just going to talk all things Men Tell All. And why wasn't he at the Men Tell All? Was he scared? Joe, what do you think? I don't know. I mean, you just... You referred to him as the man, the myth, the legend, which I was like, wow. I thought you were going to end that with villain because I know he's gotten the villain Oh, that would have been cute. But um, I'm excited to talk to Thomas. He seems like a good guy. Uh, I personally don't really disagree with what he said because he was just being honest. Um, Yeah. And sometimes, you know, we got to lay off of people that just want to, you know, be honest, you know, even though you may not agree. But we could get into that. But let's uh, let's break down... uh, Bachelor Nation, shall we? All right. Well, first up, we have Raven and Adam are having a baby. I don't know about <laughs> you, but I feel like all Paradise couples are pregnant right now. I feel like you know the, past, the past three weeks, every <laughs> Bachelor Nation breakdown has led with someone's having a baby. Which, Literally. That's why I'm like, how do we keep talking about this? But um, love Adam and Raven. They were on our podcast. They're just just great people. Um, and I know this was a honeymoon baby, right? Yes, yes. It was a honeymoon baby. And if you guys don't know how much of a crazy story their honeymoon was, go ahead and listen back to our clickbait episode when we had them on a couple of weeks ago. It is definitely a listen. It is one you don't want to miss. But, I mean, this is like the third Paradise Baby that has been announced within the last few months. We have Astrid and Kevin. Yes. That are pregnant. For we now season. have... Yes, Ashley and Jared, who just course. announced they were pregnant last week. And now Raven and Adam. Yeah, it seems so, like uh, Paradise is really working. So who's going to be next is the question. And you know what? <laughs> I was just on Paradise, so you never know. But um, Joe, you got something to tell us? No, I don't. I, I am not pregnant. I can never get oh. pregnant. It's never going to happen okay. for me. Um, <laughs> but I want to talk about one thing before we move on from this, because I am happy about all these couples. But how do you feel? about a honeymoon yeah. baby. Like you go on your honeymoon, do you you think that's on accident or you think it's like, let's get pregnant on our honeymoon? I actually think it honestly depends on how long you've been together prior to getting married. Like I do have a, a girlfriend who's been with her, I guess it was her fiance. Yeah, it's still her fiance, but they were together for seven years. And because of the pandemic, they got their wedding moved back and they just announced that they're having a baby. They're not even married yet, but they've been together for seven years. Yeah. So it's like at that point, it's like you already know. If you've been together for like a year and which is fine and you guys decide to get married and then all of a sudden have a baby, um, obviously every child is a blessing, but you have to remember, I always remember like, once those kids are out of the house, you have to make sure you still want to hang out with that person and like love yeah. that person. Yeah, <laughs> you true. know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So you want Absolutely. to make sure you have a lot in common and you actually like each other because you don't want to be with each other just because you have a kid. 
Yes, I, I agree. How do you I'm, feel I'm, about I'm, honeymoon babies? I, I, I'm one of those people that shoot from the hip. Personally, you know, what I, the uh, hell does shoot from the hip mean? Uh, I mean, actually, I'm just, you know what? I don't really want to know. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm just a spread. <laughs> <laughs> what does it no i mean like i'm a sporadic person so i i i go with the flow and i go off a of feel oh and, and genuinely how i'm feeling but one thing i've always told myself um is when shoot from the hip no when <laughs> i'm going to maybe that wasn't the right terminology for what i'm about to say but when i'm going to have a kid it is something that i really want to be ready for um yeah you know, I, I just because I have a hard time taking care of myself, I'll be honest, you know, I'm a giant yeah. child. So I want to just make sure I'm ready. And hey, anything could happen, you know, right? Who, who knows? And then if it does, you know, I man up and go with it. But I know it's just how I feel. But whatever, uh, you know, these are all paradise yeah. babies. So paradise oh is back. God. Paradise is back. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Which leads us to our next Bachelor Nation breakdown. The Bachelor in Paradise trailer is officially here. And I mean, was I surprised that it looks like a hot mess express and everybody is crying on the beach, including Wells? No. But also, you were there. Why is Wells crying? That feels like it looks like a real cry. Like he really? was wiping tears and everything. I don't know because I don't think I've ever seen Wells cry before, but it looked genuine. Yeah, maybe. Okay, maybe wait. He was. Maybe we should do a poll and see if you know the listeners and think that it's a real cry or a fake cry. Okay, Not I'm gonna go. Ones. I'm gonna, so you're gonna go real. I'm going fake. Yes. Okay. okay. Cool. Okay, so then we have um, we have you know you have it looks like Ivan and Jasenia are making out in the pool, yeah. and then I think like the next clip is the most romantic one I saw inside the teaser. Um, and it shows me leaning in for a kiss and I just thought it looked like the way the light was hitting it just looks so sweet and um, <laughs> I'm excited about the that. most romantic part of the entire trailer yeah was you yes I I think that thank you thank you Tasha I'm I'm glad we're on the same page there no I thought that, that was, was kind of a question that was not really a statement that was uh, more of a question. But yeah, I mean, Paradise, like we can't, we can't say much because, I mean, I can't say much because right. I was there. Um, right. But yeah, it's, it's a hot mess every time. And I think people that go on the show sometimes are like shocked that it happens to them. Like they actually catch feelings and they get upset or they fall in love and they fall out of love. And they're just always like, I can't believe this happened. But um it is a surreal experience that yeah um it, it does it to you it, it the show does a good job of getting into your feelings it, it and i'm somebody personally that suppresses my feelings especially when it comes yeah. to like love like I, I go on i'm like <laughs> you know i'm just gonna go on i'm gonna have a good time and that's it and very quickly on i'm like and I'm, I'm starting to feel Something. Let me ask you this. Okay. Why is that? Is it because you think that everybody that goes to paradise in the back of their mind wants to find someone? Or do you think that, you know, it's the heat of the moment? It's like being in Mexico, you know, having a couple cocktails. It's like a big party with just guys and girls. And like, I don't know. 
they just think yeah. like being in a relationship is fun. It's like more of a summer fling. Or do you think that it's like people are really out there looking for love in the back of their mind and then they actually find something and they just go with it? Do you so know what I think say? It's, I, yes, no, I, I understand exactly what you're saying. And I think it's a mixture of both. And I think that's mm. why it's so dramatic because I think you have people that go down there that say this is going to be fun. It's going to be a summer fling. Right. I'm not going to be serious with anyone. And then you have people that go down there and say, I just don't want to be single anymore. Hopefully I find love on this beach. There's people that um, I was interested in before going on the show, like, you know, prior castmates or whatever. So then you get all those people and all those, and, and those two different feelings. The perfect storm. No, well, I think that, I think that more people, I don't know. Not everybody likes to admit that they actually are looking for someone. They like to, oh and, no, I'm just going to okay, have a good time. Yeah, it's just going to be like, yeah. And I, Whatever, I'm, I'm gu happens. guilty. I'm one of those people. And I think um, those people are usually the people that end up falling in love. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, not saying that, that happened to me this time. I was just going to say, I don't know if that hints at anything. I have already made a pact with y'all to not know anything. I don't want to know anything. So when we give some honest, uh, opinions here about bachelor in paradise well, well you know because what? i don't before, know anything you and natasha know everything yeah, okay so before we move on uh why don't you is there anything that you want to hint at ask me something that we could tease Ooh. give the people something give them a little more than what the teasers are showing we're only doing this on clickbait this is a clickbait exclusive we're gonna give you yeah. a little more than what the teasers are showing you okay how about mm, Shoot. Okay. Well, I have a couple of questions. Um, let's see. Are there some engagements this season? A lot of people find love. Interesting. But don't necessarily get it reciprocated. Oh. Yeah. I, I think there's a lot of... Shoot. I think... Um, <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> that's actually very funny. I, <laughs> I think there's a lot of people... Um, I think there's a lot more heartbreak uh, this time than wow. even when I was on it last time. It just seemed like a lot of people just weren't on the same page. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Especially coming off of like, you know, quarantine, the pandemic. I feel like a lot of there were so many people that also went down to paradise. That's very yeah. interesting. And you have. And that's the thing. When we did paradise in the past, you kind of know who's going to be there from just the previous seasons. But now we had we had like an extra two seasons so no one knew, i know people didn't know i was going to be there right i didn't know okay, I was so be there. aside from <laughs> aside from you is there anyone we're going to be very shocked about walking down those stairs yes yes i'll i'll okay. put it this way i am not the most shocking person that's there interesting that i could guarantee oh my gosh i cannot wait i cannot wait i cannot wait okay so bachelor in paradise is almost here keep i don't know keeping us on our toes as per usual okay yes. last but not least we have some new faces in bachelor nation michelle young's potential contestants have been revealed for bachelor season 18 and i'm not gonna lie i was all over this article okay I partly wasn't. because i'm looking out for my girl okay michelle i feel like she is just gonna be such a good bachelorette and i feel like 
I don't know. There hasn't been anybody like her in a well, very long time. I she seems um, like an old soul to me. You know. Yeah, and I, you know, <clears throat> not to pat myself on the back, mm. but I did say. <laughs> We're going did. back to you. Okay. <laughs> no, I just, I remember saying, I think Michelle should have been the Bachelorette um, from the beginning. I think Michelle's yeah. great. I think she is a very real, honest person. I don't think yeah. she's going to let um, anything get in her way of finding love. I don't think, like here, let's use, because we have Thomas coming on the show, right? Yeah. I think if Thomas would have told Michelle, yes, of course, being the bachelor is something that I would consider. I don't think Michelle says, then leave. Like, if you're not, I think Michelle is very understanding. Like, because you, I, 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 I think that's something that, you know, people do think about before they go on the show. There's a lot that people think about, yeah, I could go on The Bachelorette. And if it doesn't work, I could go on Bachelor in Paradise. You know, I don't think you should go on the show to be the next Bachelor. I don't think you should manipulate the lead so you could go down to the end to be the next lead. I think that's wrong. But to acknowledge the fact that it is an option if this doesn't work out for you, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Hmm. Do you? I mean, I don't think if there's anything wrong with it necessarily because at this point, I mean, whether we like to admit it or not, um, the cast has changed in that regard. I don't think that that's what the people used to think when they would come on the show. I'm yeah. not going to lie. I, I, do, I just think that it has evolved and changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, people are more aware of the gains that can come after it. And um, unfortunately, and yeah. I think that as a lead, I would need to really reflect and see if that's important to me, if that's something that I can actually look past. And for me, it's not. So I would have said, you got to go. Okay. For Mich- it's not, I don't think that's, I think it's dependent on every single person. You know what I mean? I feel yeah. like if you can handle something like that and could, I don't know, like, I guess like it could be different. Like if you found that out in the very beginning and you just, and you're also intrigued by this person and you kind of want to give it a chance and see like, Hey, well, let's see if there actually is something there and he can change his mind, then definitely explore that opportunity. This is your time to do that. But if that's going to bother you in the beginning, in the back of your mind the entire time, and you're actually going to build a wall and not give that man a chance because of that, like I would, I'd be like, deuce, got to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess it depends. Yeah. I guess it depends. It, I think it True. just really depends on the person and the individual, like, yeah, just the individual and like what they can and cannot put up with slash they yeah. just need to know themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, at the I end don't know, of the it's day, a really it, interesting take. Yeah, and at the end of the day, it is Katie's show, so she could pretty much balance anybody that she wants, and if she felt that yeah. Thomas was not being genuine, which I'm sure that's how she felt, then good for her. Um, but anyways, back to these guys, right? <laughs> so, yeah. you know, one thing I, I have to say, every single time we get a new cast of guys or a new cast of women, I was like, wow, they're all so good looking. <laughs> I mean, it's usually good-looking people that come on this show. Uh, that's how it's yeah. casted. So, not shocked there. It does seem like this cast just off their pictures seems like a one of the more mature, older groups that mm-hmm. I think we've seen. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, I'm basing this off of a headshot and knowing nothing else. And usually, that's the wrong way to go about life in general. Yeah. <laughs> 
generally, I agree with you. They all look, they all seem to be much older. I'm seeing 27, 28, 30, 32. We can't really talk about um, Michelle's contestants that much. We only seen one picture, uh, but I am very excited for Michelle's season. I think she is going to crush it. I think Michelle yes. is somebody that is going to find love. I think she's somebody that's probably realistic and um, logical and somewhat skeptical of the whole thing. And usually yeah. those people are the people that fall the hardest. Yeah. I, I, I definitely think that if she is hesitant to the process now, um, I don't know. I think she's going to be very surprised. Because I, I feel like at some point you're all, like most bachelorettes are in bachelors are kind of hesitant and scared. Like, is this going to actually work for me? But like for Katie's season, Katie had you and had Caitlin, which I think is actually very helpful for somebody that is going through the process and all those feelings to be able to lean on somebody that's been through it and it's worked for. Um, so Absolutely. I don't know um, if you guys are going to be there for Michelle's season. I'm not sure if you know or what's going on. Shoot, uh, I wish I knew. Okay. Okay. But if you are, I would say that is definitely going to help Michelle immensely. Yeah, I hope mm. so. Well, that's it. Bachelor yeah. Nation is kind of going crazy right now. There's a lot of attention in all different areas. And I think it's time to get into the clickbait season a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Let's get into the clickbait of the week. Uh, this okay. is usually uh, what Natasha does, but I'm going to do it right now. So um, the clickbait of the week, I think this is actually the first time the clickbait of the week is actually Bachelor related too, because there's a lot of shit going on in Bachelor Nation. And yeah. it's, did Katie get the closure she needed on Monday's Men Tell All? Um, what do you think? I mean, I'm, all I have to say is I was there at Mental All and it was heated at first. Those guys were going off and, um, they're relentless. Yeah, but do let's, let's stop, let's stop right there before we what? go any further, because I want to say something about that. Do you, I mean, they had what? so much animosity towards each other. Don't you think that, it, like, don't you think that says a little something about the guys? Like, how are you guys, how do you guys hate each other this much? <laughs> well, I will say this. I think that, look, this is something that is actually really tough about uh, being on this show. Is, number one, you actually live through it. And when you're living through it, it everything is a big deal. Because that's what the most present thing that's in front of you. And that's really what your mind is thinking about at all times of the day, because really you have no other distractions. So if someone is arguing about something, it's a pretty big deal. And yeah, it gets kind of blown out of proportion at times. But once you're done with the show and you go home, you kind of forget about all that. Guys kind of make up and it's done and over with. But then you have to relive it watching it on television. Yeah. And that always brings up old feelings, Bad feelings, good feelings. It's tough for the lead. It's also tough for the contestants. It's tough for everybody. And so I think that when mental, mental all comes around, it just kind of brings up old issues. And guys just, I mean, I, guess, I looked at Caitlin yeah. and I was like, is this what freaking happens in like the house when we're not there? Because like, this is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> yeah, y'all are I, children. Yeah, I saw... Um What's his name? Carl and Brendan got in each other's face. Uh, it was it was intense. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I thought that they were actually gonna start fighting each other. It was actually very scary. 
Now, how many of those guys, right? So let's say, I don't know the exact number of guys, but let's call it um, 12. How many of those guys do you think actually thought they could have fell in love with Katie or had feelings for Katie? I mean, everyone had a, had a lot of really good things to say about the relationship with her. And I okay. really think that, I mean, you saw Michael A. If given the opportunity and if Katie said, like, I still want to explore a relationship with you, you saw him. He was like, I'm ready to do that. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I thought that was weird. But I, I also think that maybe looking back, he saw like how much of a great connection that he had. Maybe he was scared at the time. Like, oh shit. Like, I don't know if I'm actually ready for an engagement in literally yeah. a week and a half. He got cold feet. But then watching it back, he's like, I actually genuinely was in love with her. And yeah. he regrets that. It's altogether possible. So there's that. Andrew had the- nothing what negative to say. What? Now, I was going to say, I wanted to talk Connor. about... Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was that whole thing? All right. You were there. What What? I'm not going to lie. Was that? I was freaking out when this girl came down and they just started macking on each other yeah. because like I could not believe what was happening. And a lot of, um, a lot of like head, like the heads were really going too. a lot of like, a lot of like up and down and like forward, almost like the ride at like great America, you know, that's it just, it was very, uh, Bobby. I think it was because like his adrenaline was just going off. Like imagine a chick out of nowhere is like, I want to make out with you. And like, everyone's like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And we were just, Caitlin and I were in shock, complete shock. Last thing he ever thought was going to happen. And the cool thing um, we figured out was he was checking her out the second that he sat down. And she was cute. She was so cute. Yeah. She's so pretty. Um, but yeah, they're going on a date. I can't. I can't even Are believe they? it. Yeah. But yeah. I got okay. All right. What? Um, oh my god. What if that? <laughs> would you? What if that was you? Oh uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fine. Yeah. If that was me. Um, yeah, I feel like in that moment, the way it you was, would totally do it. you have to do it. Like you can't be there. Like, especially if America already thinks you're a bad kisser, you, you <laughs> already want to prove, you want to prove them wrong. Um, and she was an attractive girl. And if, you know, if you're single, sure, go for it. Now, would you ever be that girl? Oh, I Could guess do that? it would depend. Like if it was someone that i was gen- genuinely attracted to yeah why not yeah why not live a little baby okay yeah you know? yes that's that's fair okay i have a question for you though do you genuinely think it was an 11 because she rated his kiss an 11 um watching that back did you gain any more confidence that connor b is actually a good kisser here's the thing Oh God! Here's when you started out with here's the thing. That's you know, I, absolutely not. Like like you said about you know the lead. Like I think it all depends on the individual. Mm-hmm. Could it be an eleven to her? Sure. Oh my God! This be, is such a PC answer. Okay, fine. Do I think it was an eleven? No, I don't think it was an eleven. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, I don't think he, you know upped it by one i don't i would say 
from an outsider looking in, if I had to, if I was somebody that rated kisses, which yeah, I'm surprised that's not a job or a podcast where people rate kisses because there's something for everything now. Um, but if yeah. I was going to rate what I saw, I would give it, um, it was in the moment. There was passion. There was excitement. So I give them that. They're both at least three points. Yeah, I would. I would have given that kiss a a seven. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I think a seven's a good score. I would seven's above average. I think it was a good a good kiss. What would you have given it? Yeah, I think I would have given it um, about a six or a seven. Oh, so you would a give 6. it a six point seven five? Yes, six point seven five. You were there. Only you saw it. Only because I was also scared I was going to get spit like on my face a little bit <laughs> being that close. <laughs> but, um, I think they went in a little too hard. I feel like there was definitely clinking of the teeth. You're right. You know what You're I mean? right. When that yeah. happens, it's just a little much. You know what? Without further ado, everyone, please welcome <laughs> Mr. Thomas to the show. If you don't know who he is, then you didn't watch Katie's season. But if you watch Katie's season, you know exactly who this guy is. Tall, yep. good looking, and for some reason he was portrayed the villain on his season, but we're gonna give him the second chance. Thomas, what's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing well. I appreciate that warm introduction and that second chance. I feel like we're all deserving of yes, having who we are shine through. And for me, unfortunately, that was directed in one way that I feel most people realize that's not even close to who I am. So yeah. I'm excited to be here. Tasha Joe, thanks for having me. Excited to dive into this. All right. Sweet. Thomas, let's clear up the air. Let's talk about the elephant in the room because we already know this is going to be clickbait. Um, you were not physically at Mental All. Do you mind sharing with us why you weren't there? Yes, yeah, please share this, Thomas. It was something I, I wholeheartedly wanted to be there. Unfortunately, with last second scheduling and having to go there, spend a couple days in Los Angeles and really be pulled away from the things I had here going on at home in my life and with my businesses, I couldn't physically be there. However, I'm so thankful I had a chance to actually call in and at least have that dialogue with Katie. So that's something that I've been wanting to have since we finished filming in New Mexico. So although it wasn't perfect um, in life, we have to adapt. And I'm just fortunate and thankful I got to actually spend that time. Okay. You know, I'm not going to lie, Thomas, you dodged a bullet. Your yeah. name was probably said about, I don't know if I had a count, close to 50 times that evening. And um, it would have been an interesting conversation having you there, but I'm glad uh, you were able to at least come in video chat-wise. It was good. Yeah. And as far oh. as dodging the bullet, it's, it's, it's like, yeah, I get it. I was a topic of conversation a lot on the season. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the main things I wanted to apologize to Katie about because there was so much dialogue about me. Like, it's like, come on, guys, like, focus on her. This is her journey. This is your relationships. I don't care how you feel about me. You shouldn't care how you feel about me. Just go and pursue the girl. I mean, the yeah. reason why we were all there was for Katie. So I was a little taken aback that I was brought up so much as well. But, I mean, at the end of the day, Katie looks happy. Um, she seems to be happy, and it worked out for her. So I'm, I'm yeah. glad to hear that for her. Do you feel like um, you owe the guys on the show anything? I don't know the guys there anything. And okay. I don't think any person going in as an actual cast member owes the other guys really much because we're not there to necessarily make friends. That's an amazing byproduct of that experience. We mm -hmm. are there to see if we can find love. 
And I think that's one of the things that I went in with a mindset of, and it ended up turning into something that it wasn't. Because if, if you look, it was very apparent. I was almost on the outside looking in when it came to the romance between the men. And I was so purely focused in on Katie. And that set in motion a lot of things that ended up transpiring in a way that I wouldn't want. One of them, not necessarily being close to the guys in the house, which allowed a lot of that to circulate, which is entirely on me. And then two, having that isolated mindset, it really put me in a position where my own personal feelings, feeling like I was just there for her and on the outside, escalated what I was going through internally more so than it would have in a normal situation. And that's something where in hindsight, I wish could have been different. However, that's how I approach it. I was honest to myself and I can't change any of that now. With all that being said, do you have any regrets about your time on the show? My, my one regret is exactly what I shared with Katie at the mental health. It was the fact mm-hmm. that I put her in a position where I spoke any sort of doubt in who she was, who she is, and what she has to do being there. And yeah. I strongly believe that Katie's time being Bachelorette is in the midst of the most volatile era of any Bachelorette this franchise has seen. And she was going in. I know that's a bold statement, but I'm going to stand by it. because I know. I was just going to say, looking, that, that's a lot. What does that mean? Yeah, no, no offense to you, yeah. Tasha. I yeah, know you had to do something similar <laughs> as far as like the bubble environment and coming straight off of COVID and trying to really navigate your way. But when you have that and you add in the fact that this is the first time we've been fortunate enough to have people like you and Caitlin be hosts. And it's the first time of really trying to find a new identity both with Katie as the Bachelorette and the franchise moving forward, I think she handled herself tremendously in the best that she could. And the fact that I spoke any sort of doubt in that, that's something that was completely unfair and something that I do regret because that's mm. not a place where we could have any room for that. And that's what I really wanted to share with Katie. And that's why I'm glad I got to talk to her at the mental health. Hmm. I'm looking at Joe's face. Uh-oh. What? What you got for me, Joe? Joe's no, not I don't share. I, I don't necessarily agree with um, her coming in at the roughest time, and I think that's okay that that's the way you think. I just don't really agree with that, but I understand where you're coming from. Um, I guess, okay, so I do want to talk, we'll just brush over this real quick, um, mm-hmm. because everyone's talked about it a million times, but I do want to just go real quick with it. You saying that I, um, of course, considered being The Bachelor is pretty much what you said, right? Yeah. Do you regret? And that was that was what the guys clinged on to. It seems like that's what villainized you. Um, I personally think you were just being honest. Um, I don't have an issue with it. uh, But is that something that you regret? No, because if they ask me a direct question, is the thought of being the bachelor anything that crossed your minds? Like, I'm not going to lie to them, and I'm damn sure not going to lie to myself. Because at the end of the day, when people are on that show, they need to live with their truth. And for me. I was living in my truth and that's all we can do as people. And it was an honest fact. Yes. At some point in my life, I thought there was a possibility being on a show like this, you could become the bachelor. And I also thought you can fall in love. What I didn't think is you could become the villain, which was my, <laughs> yeah. which was my biggest mistake. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that, that showed me. Oh, I have a question. What, what did you think about Katie calling Aaron Thomas? That was hilarious. To yes. Me. I, I saw that and I started dying. Like that, that might've been one of the funniest things that I've seen in a long time. I actually shot Aaron a text right after that. And I just started just laughing. It, it, it's something 
Aaron and I, yes, although we are mortal enemies and I will have to vanquish him at some point, we do have a level of mutual <laughs> respect and understanding for each other. And as Noah doesn't show it in the show, because it, it is a lot that has to be digested, but I have a respect for Aaron. We are able to joke around. We're able to have fun. But seeing that was literally just like, Mwah. I loved it. I am <laughs> not going to lie. My jaw was to the floor. Everyone was, it was crazy in that room when that happened Aaron yeah. jumped up everyone was screaming we were just like what the <laughs> hell just happened like you did not to just do that it was wild it was wild so it was they only showed like a key snippet of it but it was yeah, crazy I, 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 I loved it and then of course I'm like yeah I wonder what's on Katie's mind and then it was so bad if you could have actually been there in person is there one thing that you would have said or done to the guys, to Katie, or whatever. So I, I would say, Tayshia said it best on the beginning. It was, it was the perfect circumstance. At the end of the day, I was there to pursue a relationship with Katie, and the person I feel that I, I harmed in doing so was Katie. So that's the conversation that I wanted to have. That's the piece that I wanted to air. And I had a chance to share that. So I wouldn't change it for anything. Of course, it would have been nice to be there. However, life doesn't always work out that way. And I'm, I'm happy with where things are at. Okay. All right, good. We talked a lot about the mental, obviously, and you were a big topic of concern. But, like, moving past that, what's next for you, Thomas? Like, how how are you doing? Where are you living? Yeah, like, what do you do? I don't even know what you do for a living. So I run a real estate brokerage here in Southern California. And then I okay. also do a lot of community educational mentorship programs as far as like passion projects. Um, I'm sitting here in my living room in San Diego. I think one of the funniest things that I saw coming off the mental law was just like, this guy really has a blanket ladder. There's no way that's actually his. I, I will say I, I do own a blanket ladder and that actually was my stuff. So that that's going to be a shocker for people out there. I'm not going to lie. You look like you live in a home goods. Like that was like really well furnished and like great decor. Well, I was I mean, really like, surprised look, by this, all this that. Is, this is the corner of my, I give you guys the home tour completely, but it's just like, <laughs> yeah. like Cute. I like to, one of my, one of the things people don't know about me is like one of my all time favorite things is just thrift shopping. I love going to consignment stores. I love making my home a welcoming, inviting Wait, place. I love that. I fully renovated my house last year right when COVID started and I got to go through my own stamp on it. It's just like the little things nice. make me happy. And it's just like, yeah. Look at that. I love that. Can you tell us a little bit more about your mentorship? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that I'm passionate about being someone who's mixed race and being someone who has had the opportunity to do some pretty incredible things in my life, mm -hmm. it's all based off of the legacy that my family has left before me. My background comes from an African-American pride of moving the ball forward, not just for our own lives, but for our society as a whole. And I feel I owe my legacy the obligation to pass on as many opportunities, as many blessings for people of color that they've given me. So what yeah, I specialize okay. in is putting together educational business development clinics for people of color in underrepresented communities and showing them and then giving them the tools that will allow them to put themselves in a place to not only move their own lives forward, but to move right. their families' lives moving forward for generations to come, which will ultimately move our society as a country forward. So that's, that's something awesome. that is here specifically in Southern California that I've been working on. 
and it's something we're gaining more and more traction and it's been probably one of the most fulfilling things that i'm personally working on right now how uh how long ago did you start that or I did you start this it? yeah so I, I started this in 2020 and unfortunately okay. a lot of the things that we wanted to do as far as like the actual grassroots outreach with COVID, that did put a bit of a shutter on it However, that did allow us to get a lot more organized, it allowed us to accumulate a lot more resources, and it's allowed us yeah. to be very intentional with our actions. And in that, we're seeing a huge flux of actual activity right now and moving forward. So that's exciting. Great. What are you exactly? What's your mix? What's your what's your race? So that's, the, the funny thing is that's the question that I've gotten more than anything else. I've gotten, what's your ethnicity and what's your skincare routine? <laughs> Funny thing is, my skincare. You got great skin. Is, you got great skin. I, I appreciate that, Joe. My, my my skincare routine literally is my ethnicity. I it's love as simple that. As that. It's something people are quick to make fun of. Me. It's like night one. Oh, look at this shiny, sweaty guy. And for me, it's just like these are the same natural oils that are making me shine a little bit on camera. That have you say that I'm glowing? You want to know my skincare routine? But I love it. I'm literally a world mutt. I'm a little bit of everything. The reason I'm so ambiguous is because. I'll, I'll post my 23 me after this. It's literally the entire world. Um, really? Black, white, really? Native American, a little bit of everything. I'm everything but Latino, which is interesting because everyone automatically assumes I'm Hispanic. Right. Oh, yeah. The entire world except for Latino. Wow. You know what? I really need to do a 23 and me. I keep turning so it off. But so I. I feel Joe, like I'm a little bit most, more. Uh, you're going to be like, oh, Joe. You're literally marinara sauce. <laughs> there you go. Look at that. And, and he bought my sauce. I love this guy. Here, let's, uh, I, I actually want to ask you this, Thomas. All right. So besides all the great things you are doing, because that is really wonderful and good for you. Um, Friday night. Okay. It's Friday night. You're feeling good. You're looking good. You're getting ready. What, what, what do you do? What's a, what's a good night on, out on the town for Thomas? Just, so Thomas oddly enough, the, the best night out on the town is night in the home. It's something, one of the things that I'm passionate about as well is cooking. So when I knew we were going to do this, that's why I wanted to grab a jar of sauce. Cause one of my favorite things is just a good pasta night. So I'm excited to try this one. So a perfect Friday night for me would be with the love of my life. Um, someone oh. who I'm excited to come home to someone who I'm excited to grow memories with someone who I want to serve someone. I want to make a meal for someone I want to break bread with have one or three bottles of nice wine. Oh, by the fire oh you're getting fucked up. All right. Conversation <laughs> and, then just, and then just be able to grow the relationship. But Joe, what, one of the things that, that you don't know is I'm, I'm also six foot six and 225 pounds. So three bottles of wine shared is, is a lot closer to the two glasses for most, but that's fair. Wow. That's fair. It's, it, it's something plus where I live. I love going on just evening walks, just going through the community, just, taking my dogs out they're 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 my biggest supporters my oh two my little gosh. babies they're sitting here they're they're from a rescue that i used to run in mexico so i've had them since the second they were born and i can't imagine life without them so they're definitely involved in the perfect friday night and Thomas, do you have by like 11 15 11 15 is that right? Yeah. Yeah, Saturday, okay. yeah. To have a perfect Friday night, you need to have a great Saturday morning. So I mean, Oh, just like, this guy. He's good. He's yeah. smooth. He's uh, good. I got what Katie was talking we're gonna, about. We're going to break you. Don't worry, Thomas. Yeah. We're going to fucking break you. So it does sound like, Thomas, that you are, I'm assuming you're single. Are you single right now? 
And I feel like I'm closer now than I ever have been to find that person to, to share life with. And I owe a lot of that to Katie and the time we spent in New Mexico. And I'm excited to see what is to come. We will crack you one day. So we will you can try. You can, you can try that. I think that was one of the funniest things that I got. Everyone's just like, Oh, he's scripted and he's polished. He's rehearsed. It's like, no, like I love it. I enjoy conversation. And it's just like, <laughs> I take pride in banter and things like that. And it's just, if I was going to be scripted, you would think I would say things that didn't make people hate me. I thought that was just off off the bat, but yeah, you would have been, you would be better at it. I'll tell you that. Um, (laughs) All right, Thomas, uh, honestly, this is a lot of fun. It was a pleasure. It's good to get to know a little more about you. Thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me guys. Stay out of trouble. We'll talk to you later. Stay out of trouble, Thomas, because we know we're on you. We're watching you. Please do. (laughs) you know i'm not gonna lie i can see what katie's like means with he just has all the right answers he's just a little too smooth i'm gonna crack him i know i will i have a feeling he's a nice guy though i like him he is a really nice guy i don't i don't think that there's like some crazy hidden agenda but i don't know there's something about him um But also, I mean, Joe, he had your sauce. Little, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That is true. (laughs) Yeah, that is true. Anyway, I just want to say thank you so much to our listeners for tuning in today. And thank you so much, Thomas, for coming on and answering all the 12 questions we had today about mental all. Um, And Natasha, we will see you next week. Uh, I hope so. I hope so. I don't know where she is. But otherwise, thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. And as always, make sure to subscribe and submit all your burning questions. Check us out on social and like, comment, DM us. You know where to find us at ClickbaitBN on Instagram and Batch Nation Pods on Facebook and Twitter. Share your stories with us. We want to know what clickbait you are looking at this week. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Wondery app, or wherever you are listening to right now. Bye, people. 